Hey guys, we have a couple more shirts for sale on teespring.com. Go check them out at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash DWA. We have a couple Ferraris this week, a Ferrari F40 and a Ferrari GTO design. So go check them out and uh, you'll get them in time for Christmas. So the perfect gift for the holidays. All right. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Volvo V7. I don't know. I'm just kidding. That was a great joke. You, <laughs> you just you knock him out of the park. That's your Netflix special. Um, I'm working on it. 2020. 2020. Sweet. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's called funny story. Okay. Right, I got a trippy story. I got to throw this out there. Okay. Robots. So Westworld is a show, right? Yeah. But those those humanoids, as I'm calling them, are not made of metal uh-huh. they're like they're like flesh and no. artificial Plastic. bone how many how many episodes have you watched one episode <laughs> you have no frame of reference i've only watched one you're as like well a child so far. walking into a movie okay, and let's, say, going on. let's <laughs> say they're entirely made of fucking rubber is that a robot yes yes yeah it's man. programmed made by human is it a human i don't know robots to me have to have well, it has to be electronic here's, here's a good like, test is it a human no <laughs> It's a humanoid. Here's a good test. Is it a human? He calls him humanoid. That's his joke. I know. By the way. How's that? Just because you say the word humanoid doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's like a human-like thing. Do you use that in meetings at work? Yeah, I do all the time. <laughs> try to get a leg up on the competition? Humanoid. I'll be right back. I'm getting my Keurig. My Keurig. Yuck. How dare you insult me like that? Yuck. Are you a humanoid or sometimes? Dude, he could be. Dude, you never know. Fembot. <laughs> you want to play with my gazongas? <laughs> All right, can we start Your this? Your airbags. Yeah, let's start it. Let's do this. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. I'm Ruben. I'm Brian. Thanks for joining us. And we are joined once again by Ruben. Hashtag Ruben Life. Life. Yeah, how's real life these days? Are you glad to be back in the California? Are you? Yeah, I'm back it's... home. It's good. Get uh, first thing I do as soon as I get home is fire up all the rides and make sure they still start. Amazingly, at least one started. <laughs> nice. At least after one. after three months sitting there, uh, Dude, it's pretty ever... good for a GT3 RS with not being run in three months. The fire. So rides. all the yeah, rides. we can we can drive them for you. Like, yeah, yes, that's I, a I've had a couple volunteers. <laughs> so you mentioned all the rides uh, for our listeners. What what are all the rides? So we've got the GT3 RS. It's a 997 Gen 2, so the 3.8, uh, uh, 1990 964 uh, C2, uh, E46 M3, which is a dedic- pretty much a dedicated race car that's somehow still street legal, uh, and uh, E30 M3. And that's- a 69 2002 that I need to help sell for. My so wait, do you place. have the E30 at your home right now? Yeah, it's in a barn with the uh, front and rear still mostly Taking disassembled. Okay. But I'm hopefully within the next two weeks I'll have that put back together. I know you found a bunch of rust in the floor. Did you yeah, fix the floor that? Pans. No, so I'm in the process of overhauling the front and rear suspension and uh, hopefully have that done in the next couple of weeks and then I'll 
uh, drop it off at either TC Design or another fabricator shop to uh, fix the rust and uh, also do a couple other mounts for me. Is it like fully rusted out or is it just like a couple little holes? Or It's a, yeah, it's a decent rust spot on both the passenger and driver's side. So you need new pans? or I don't think it will need new just pans. Just patch it? Just yeah. patching. Where is it? So it'll be like, it's like a six by six inch area in like okay. both sides. So just like in the floor, floorboards? In the floor yeah. pans, yeah. So like oh. I was wondering what to do with the interior but that pretty much made my decision for me Strip i stripped it. the whole interior yeah. gonna have a half cage keep it stripped i'll basically be kind of like so a street, a street legal car, yeah. rally style tribute you know Are you no door panels i'll be no door panels i'll just do uh probably just do a simple carbon fiber door panel car was freshly painted yeah, yeah. Kind of like an average paint, paint job or something i'll have the interior painted then to match the exterior yeah uh i'm gonna uh, do a sunroof delete so probably just uh disassemble that sunroof roll the edges and have it welded in and do some evo 3 body parts like the evo 3 front lip <laughs> and the rear wing and all that once you mentioned sunroof delete yeah. he's so happy he's never been happier in his Our life yeah. <laughs> his dude slick top all the things man yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh and smooth out the uh, the antenna, so get rid of the antenna. But see, this is one of those things where Art would mention this, like, oh, yeah, just, like, delete the center, but you're actually going to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's a big difference here. So like, where's the antenna mounted on that car? It's right in front of the sunroof, sun right above the windshield. Oh, oh okay. yeah, it's the middle Top one that sticks up. Yeah. A little stubby one? Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. Cool. Ruben, you know what you need to do while you're doing all that work is do the rally air vent. Oh. <laughs> delete <laughs> the sunroof and then put you mean, a hole in it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a vape vent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you turn it the other way. Yeah, yeah. You can have one in the back too, right? Like open. Oh, sweet. And like event. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. Like the old Westies didn't do that? Nope. Pop. No? <laughs> the old Westie. The, the wild Westie. I think it's called. <laughs> the old Westie. Dude, your Westie pops both ways. Both ways, bro. I've never seen that before. Um, so do you don't have like a daily driver or what you would call exactly. like a commuter. I don't right now because uh, I mean I went through a separation from my wife and she's got the two more practical cars so we had a, a 325 uh, what do you call it TI uh, Touring. E40, E46 yeah. uh, wagon manual the sports a sports edition a manual wagon that she, nice. she's keeping and uh, also uh, 68 slash 69 BMW 2002 yeah uh, that uh, but I, I bought a... for her that she'll, but I'm probably going to be in the process of selling that for her. So if any guys want an absolutely beautiful, super seat, clean car, all original, one of amazing yeah. driving and like a built with, engine too, right? Uh, somewhat. Yeah. Built up. It was rebuilt at a hundred eighty five thousand miles. I think I'm around two twenty or two thirty now with it. Uh, and you know, up, uh, up the compression a little bit and some other stuff on there. Really nice car though. Like yeah. mostly original paint, right? Or is yeah. it? All original yeah. paint. You Alpine know, or what do they call Chamonix? Uh, Chamonix White, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. has the factory option Ronal wheels. Yep. Um, the the rally lights in the front. Um, it's, really it's, nice. it's been upgraded to be a great driver. Only two owners before we bought it. It was European delivery. Still have the Bavarian plates for oh, it. Oh, that's they got so the rad. European delivery. Is it navy blue or black interior? I can't uh, tell. Blue. Uh, blue carpets, but... Uh, 
Yeah, it's the seats are blue too. And I remember and, it has uh, a it has a bunch of little suspension bits. But and yeah, stuff. so it has an E twenty five E twenty one five speed transmission in it. Uh, the disc brakes in the front, and uh, I think upgraded drums also in the rear. So it's a great all around driver, but I have every single original part for it. That's awesome. So, so crazy. So what, do you, yeah. what do you think about something more practical? Or are you just going to so rock a. So you need a tow vehicle, right? For your yeah, race car. So that, that's the thing. Like, I, 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 I'm kind of like caught, like, okay, I should just get a practical all around vehicle that will do tow duties and I can go properly off roading with it, go do trips down to Baja, Mexico for surfing or something. But. I did. The fun side of me is like, no, 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 no. There, there's too many other cool, like new, newer fun cars that you want to try out. Like, I've had experience with the Golf R. I like, you know, I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it that much because it was DSG. But like, I wouldn't mind owning a manual one, which is a, would be a great all-around car that is still super fun on back roads. And yeah, plenty quick. New Focus RS like really speaks to me. Um, and there's plenty of them for sale nowadays, so I would think that you'd be able to find one somewhere in the country, you know, a yeah. base model one for a reasonable price. Regular Golf GTI is super capable. E90 M3s are super reasonable use use buys nowadays. So yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. But then screw you gotta, an SUV. I do, you know, it's you it's, gotta tell your I, rig. I just can't get myself to i can't convince myself to buy an suv for a tow rig i'll just keep driving a race car on the street to the track yeah. so <laughs> so yeah i'm i mean if i if i can find a focus rs nearby in, in the the gray color that's just full-on base model like around 36.9 or so i think that's probably the top of my list there was a nice really nice e90 m3 with some quality mods on it for sale locally that I think just sold. So that, but so we uh, we um, said that we would take a Golf R over an RS kind of collectively. What's your reasoning to go RS? I've experienced a Golf R, yeah, and I think the RS is a little bit more exciting driving wise from the, the stuff I've read. Okay, I think the Golf R is a nice, good all around option, but I think the RS. From, it provides a little bit more driving involvement and excitement, hmm. I think. So one thing I did hear, I remember you said you had like a Magan or something over in, in well, Europe? I, I tried to get the Magan uh, RS in uh-huh. Europe. Um, but through Renault and Peugeot both have this beautiful program if you're uh, uh, international and wanting to do a long-term rental over there. Like if you're staying over a month, it makes sense to go through them and you can do a, a short-term lease pro- uh, program. And with Renault, they they lease out like their top of line uh, models also. Where Peugeot was more limited, that you couldn't get their GTI models of the three hundred seven or two hundred. Uh huh. Or what is it, two eight or three hundred eight? I forget. And um, I, I tried to get the RS, but they had just uh, stopped production on them, so I could no longer get them because they only do the program with brand new uh, cars. Mm-hmm. So I had to get the Clio RS, which unfortunately is uh paddle sh- uh paddle only but you i remember you wrote something like you had the golf r and you were like the golf air r is so nice to be in for a full week like and the clio was kind of like punishing and yeah, no or no, you were so, i don't know you made some comment where you were uh yeah i made a comment like so after the after the fact after i rented the golf r for pass masters yeah. which was uh is a driving trip i did last year which goes from Munich to the Dolomites in Italy. And so three days of all Alp mountain pass driving. 
and I rented it specifically for that. Uh, unfortunately, Europe Car had the, one of the most horrendous experiences with them. It was a guaranteed, you know, select vehicle, so which was supposed to be manual, but they screwed up. We're about to give me a Range Rover or a Cooper Club. <laughs> oh, God. I'm what? flipping out on trying to get this. And eventually they're like, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's okay. After speaking with the manager, like, oh, no, no, we found your car. It's okay. Golf, and then she comes to hand me the keys after doing all the paperwork, and like, um, so remember when you fill it up now, it's diesel. I'm like, wait a second, a golf R is not diesel. What are you doing? And she's yeah. like, well, it's a golf. What else do you want? <laughs> like, no, no, this isn't even Jeez. part of your select vehicles, which is a guaranteed reservation. This yeah. is one of your ordinary. She's like, no. And so, problem after Jeez. problem, finally oh another gosh. manager. And finally, this other manager actually does a legwork or looks into the system, and and the car had just been returned and gets me the keys and gives me that car. I get down there, and it's a DSG, not the manual. But at that point, after yeah. you know all <laughs> the hassle I'd been through, I was I was like, okay, be what happy country, with this. What country was that in? This was in in Munich Airport. Damn. Hmm. Um, but so I was impressed by how fast it was. You know, very capable, very fast on on the autobahn. Got it up to like two seventy k's, like without any issue. Which is what, like that's like one fifty, one sixty, like and felt fast plenty, for a little hatchback. Yeah, p- plenty comfortable. You know, like <clears throat> yeah, it's like one sixty, huh? <clears throat> yeah, and um, and then on the roads, you know, plenty faster than the Alps. I was faster than most Porsches. And but but it just wasn't that involving with the DSG. You know, DSGs it's capable, it it does its job. But when you're just trying to have fun driving, you're missing that element if you don't have manual. Did you just leave it in sport and just do your thing, or did you actually row through the gears? No, I, I was using the paddles yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So had that, but then one so, so did that for the the three or four days for past masters and then uh later on from the rest of my stay in europe uh while i needed a card i did that long-term lease through renault and ended up getting the clio rs i picked that up in uh in frankfurt then and it was after having that for a short term that made me appreciate the golf r a little bit more and like its capabilities you know it's obviously another class yeah golf r compared to the clio rs you got to tell us a little bit about the clio rs because i know they used to make the clio with the rear engine Oh, the B6? Well, those are yeah. special edition models. That's special edition, you know? right. So the, the Clio basically evolved out of the the, the 5, the Renault 5, you know, okay. and you had back in the days you had the R, R5 drive. also, which was a special edition like from the Group B days, yeah. which was a rear engine, uh, turbocharged, also rear wheel drive, like mm-hmm. rad little car. Yeah. And then with the Clio, they made a Clio V6 a special mm. edition they had two generations of those mm. both were rear engine v sec no rear seats you just had the six cylinder engine rear wheel drive so back right. there yeah and one of those the second generation one of those was actually on pass masters a beautiful no little blue one that I, I think posted on my instagram unfortunately that one crashed during oh, the, no. the <laughs> pass masters but uh yeah they're rad little cars yeah. but the, the regular clios have always been amazing like the first generation clio you had the clio williams yeah which mm. was that dark blue with the gold wheels had mm-hmm. the f1 uh, uh association with the williams f1 team and that's like a well-known car nowadays within the enthusiastic uh, circle. And then from the 
the last generation Clio, you had the 170, 172, and the 182, which refers to the horsepower from the engine. Was that the, cl- but the that same was generation? Na- those were same? naturally aspirated and manual. Was uh, that the same generation as the Clio Cup? Because they also had the Clio Cup, which well, was like no, a... Well, no, you have the Cup chassis. Oh, it's so, a Cup chassis. And, yeah. and you get that option on, like, and you have, like, the Trophy Edition or the Cup chassis option. And mm. uh, Cup is a little firmer spring rates and all that, mm. and different suspension tuning. Um, so that that you have the Cup chassis option, actually, on the Clio RS that I got. And I was hoping to get that, but unfortunately, I didn't. Mm. Um so with the latest generation of Clio's, it's no longer naturally aspirated. It's, I think, a 1.6 turbo engine for around 200 horsepower. The Cupper, <coughs> excuse me, the Cupper Trophy Editions, I, I think it's a Trophy Edition, has an extra 20 horsepower, 220 horsepower. I think the stock now Clio RS, they all have the 220 and the suspension tuning is a little different for the Cupper uh, or, or Trophy editions, but there's no more manual option too, which is the other big one. It's, uh, it's so just a double clutch mm. shifter, which, which is very unusual for like a little hatchback like that. Yeah, you know, especially Europe only. But they they were trying to go for a broader market range with their newer RS and not just the hardcore, you know, kind of enthusiast. Uh, which is unfortunate because I would have definitely preferred the manual. The, the, I, I personally, I think the, 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 the auto clutch worked pretty well. Uh, it was kind of annoying in that it tended to change down too early if you didn't change down. Ugh. And so it would change down and while you were. Yeah, so you uh, double. You d- and so it would double downshift and, and it would be like delayed. So it would be really awkward and annoying at, at certain points. And that's when you're in fully manual race mode even. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely a little annoyance with that. And obviously you don't get the extra involvement, but. The turbo motor definitely had a nice little kick, smooth, progressive uh, rev range and all that. But uh, yeah, shitbox interior and stuff. It, it was plain and simple, but yeah, nothing fancy. Yeah, but but it was yeah. clean and uh, yeah, fit my four surfboards inside and mm, nice. <laughs> so I mean, like based on that experience, I mean, like I, I imagine that the interior can't be any better. If not, it's probably the same kind of level uh, with like a Focus RS. Like since this is going to be your daily driver, I, I, I like, like it better than a Focus RS because like the f- I, I I haven't been inside the Focus RS, but I've seen the pictures and it's just too busy. Kind of like I've been inside the Focus SD and regular Focus, yeah, and it's just too much stuff going. The on. dash is too, like coming out at you, yeah, kind of too many yeah. buttons. Too it's much like Sony info, Explode like, like mm-hmm. interior, where the, where the Focus RS was just a really simple. The Clio RS quality of the materials wasn't yeah. the highest, but it was just really plain and simple and un- uncluttered and uncomplicated, yeah. which I liked about it. I see. That's like one thing for me. Is like, I mean, I think you know you can have fun in both cars, obviously, and you've experienced one of them. And you know, in the the, the Golf R, you only got the DSG version. But um, I mean, the, I've I've sat in the Golf R equivalent interior. I mean, like even like in your car, it's basically the same interior. Like that's a nice interior. I like the layout. I like the materials. I like the colors that are used. Like all that is like super key, right? And Maybe some people say it's a little more insulated, maybe a little bit more detached than like a Focus RS or some, one of these raw little hatchbacks. But I mean, if it's your daily driver, you already have your fucking race cars, you know, like I don't know why you would want. I mean, but that's my opinion, right? Like that's what I, I, I would rather you get the Golf R. Because Ruben made his daily driver M3 into a full race car. Yeah, yeah. And drove it on the street for a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know, like just like the Focus RS interior. I mean, the Focus RS seems like a great 
like car, no doubt. Like everyone raves about them, but just like I haven't sat even sat in one, but I've peeked into them, and like it's so boy racer ex- Sony Explode interior. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the interior. Yeah, uh, but I guess so yeah, if they're I, driving. I fully agree with that. Uh, the the Golf R definitely has a much nicer uh, interior experience, but like. I can overlook that stuff. I mean, if you're getting a Golf R, it's because you enjoy driving and you want to have some fun driving. So it's in the same class of, as an RS and yeah. what's considered to be more fun to drive. It's the, yeah. the, the Focus RS. So I, I, I love it. More, you, can, you can barely give up that sporting feel. Like you don't want to stray too far. Yeah. Even in your daily driver, it's like yeah. it has to have, you know. What if he's going to have like four surfboards in the back of? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what about like a... An STI or a, well, or a STI Evo. hatchback, I definitely considered Evo. The problem is you can't fold down the rear seats in any of them. Talk about penalty box interiors! Holy I shit! Know. Those which are the worst? One? Both. All. Both are really bad. Yeah, dude, I would I would prefer a Subaru over the a Evo Ford. Ten interior well, is not yeah, that bad. The no. Subaru interior is better. Yeah, the Evo Ten interior is nicer. But the, I'm it's thinking, still pretty I would get shitty though. though. The, but they're still like creaky, and the the new Subaru is not that bad either. No, but he's not talking. He's talking about oh a yeah, he's talking about a hatchback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I almost like it better than the the Focus because it's just less busy. Less yeah, busy. it's right. simple, right? Yeah. Materials are just shit too. Yeah, yeah. it's just but, finishing. Like I remember, I went. Neil, our friend Neil, obviously has a beautiful low mileage uh, yeah. STI, w- which I don't mind at all, just because it's so low, so low mileage and such great condition. I went and test drove one that I was considering buying the same year. And it just—I got completely turned off because it just trashed. It, yeah, they don't it wear well. Creaking. Yeah. It doesn't wear well. The the exterior, the paint is so thin and weak that tired. like it starts chipping everywhere, and like the finishing everywhere just starts falling apart. Can so. I get you How about an Audi? How about a Mercedes Benz E sixty three wagon? Mm. Yes. Let me ask you this: Is it's, it? It's man- another price level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is so it manual I was trying transmission? To cap at 40, is it manual so trans? Oh, I can get you into that. If, we'll talk. If, uh, if it was a C sixty three wagon, I would forget all about the manual transmission. Mm-hmm. But you can't get the C sixty three wagon. Not in a the wagon. US. No. How about a CL Mercedes surfboards? Maybe roof rack. CL I, isn't that I can't a coupe? S class coupe. No. <laughs> no, no. Dude, what, but what about the previous generation? That's the one that I was recommending is the E63, the W211, the quad yeah. headlights. Yeah, yeah. Those are epic, and you can get them for, like, high 20s. Yeah. They're holding their oh, value yeah, yeah. really well. Um, he did mention that the interior – I mean, he doesn't like the wood well, trim. They're all wood trim, yeah. You which can is piano black. Hitting. You can also you hit up uh, MA Carbon. Yeah. Um, how about a hideous, uh, hideous? How about an eighties like Cadillac Eldorado? Okay. Conversion. <laughs> is it manual or nothing? That's my question. No, I'm – I'm open to the other stuff as a daily driver, but l- like I said, I constantly have that little little guy on my shoulder. Like, no, have, no, it's got to be fun performance. He doesn't matter, I dude. He wants I, to... I try and talk sense and into myself about fun. that. Also, be, well, no, I mean, it, I can see the problem here because it's like, why do you even need a daily driver? Like, these are all very fine cars. He's and, daily. Like, he doesn't even work. He drives <laughs> to surf. Like, <laughs> so he's like, be more comfortable in a car. And, than a and wagon. his his drive from his home to go surfing. Isn't like an epic, epic drive. Roads, yeah. So he wants. I know that's this. the problem. No matter where I go, I'm going to be on fun roads at least Dude, part of the time. Yeah. Aromatic so. to Michelin Pilot Sports, <laughs> a 500 horsepower supercharged V8, comfortable, it's too quiet. big and heavy for Highway Nine. 
No, it is not. Yo, well, the car it is. It gets so small. <laughs> Wait, what car? E63. E63? That's no. too big for Highway 9. Yeah. No, it is not. What yeah, about our... Dude, hey, if the newer generation look, E63s were like half the price they were, I would consider You need a bowler. You need a... I was telling you like a long time ago. That would be smaller. So much smaller yeah. than an E63. <laughs> so much smaller. <laughs> how about... But, how about just... But, no, that's the thing. If there was a cool... If there was... that, That's the thing I, I can't do also is just get a completely characterless just no, run-of-the-mill car. I'm not saying an M AMG yeah. falls into that category. Yeah, yeah. But you can't get like a good... SUV that's kind of cool here. No. Yes, you How can. How about a Macan? So like Macan GTS or a Cayenne GTS. That's... But, but if I get an SUV, it's got to be properly off-road capable to go like down a mountain. Like I'm Cayenne, not worried. Yeah. If I go for SUV, yeah. I'm not worried about performance on the road. Low-profile tires. And but then, a Cayenne, I'm more like I want a cool truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going two different. So yeah. that like if I go SUV, I'm more like Land Rover, old old school G wagon. But a, a Land Rover uh, wouldn't make it to Baja. Old so. Toyota, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's going the, for that's you. the problem. Dude, B7 RS4. Those manual consider yes. Do I don't remember if the rear seats fold down though. They have to. Yeah, they do. Do they? We'll get a wagon, dude. Well, actually, we're gonna get the wagon sports seats. But huh? the problem oh, that generation the problem with like the the older Mercedes or the B7 RS4 is I've got enough work mm -hmm. <laughs> maintaining my other cars. Yeah, you want I a car? So much fucking yep. money maintaining the the oh, I've got my it. race cars. Mm. I do not want to fucking pour more money maintaining. Into your uh, daily Mercedes or yeah, yeah. So, or a Range Rover, yeah. <laughs> e golf. <laughs> you you make can make it, it surfing. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. make it home, but no, yeah. you wouldn't make it home. Um, yeah, Toyota Sienna. I mean, the answer is always minivan. That <laughs> was gonna say. <laughs> Although we were talking about or, or on different podcasts or something, but you were saying, you know, that's a German car, and you know, whatever it has these problems. Yeah, I remember looking for minivans. Like Honda Odysseys, the trannies would like blow up on every model were, year. Yeah. Yeah. It was like oh two through oh eight. The yeah. transmissions are yeah. total shit. Yes. And then Sienna has these problems from this year. It's like all these cars have the same yeah. problems as everything else. Any V six Honda that mid two thousands yeah. were bad trannies. That's where you get a manual. Oh yeah. Manual <laughs> Honda Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. What about? Uh, but the good thing, like you can get a low mileage used car that still has a warranty, and I don't. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, like so. a Panamera. You get an aftermarket warranty. Yeah. Panamera cross. Panamera would be kind of dope. Yeah, V six. Can't get a manual though. Auto. Can't get a manual. I hate the rear, but I, I was just talking to like. But do those things like shrink that. around you? And so, I mean, there's too big for Highway Nine. Too big for Highway Nine. Nothing. Way too big. Way too big. Uh, anyways, yeah. just we'll start sending if, it. Back. It is well, too. Well, it is too big for Highway Nine. If you get an RS, I'll get the Golf R. How's that? All right. Yeah, it. that'll be my uh, M5 replacement. What? The M5's up for grabs. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Brian's like, what? No, you're not kidding. Uh, Art, do you have any project updates? Project car updates. Uh, so I did discover, uh, we'll go back to the uh, the M5. Yeah, your suspension's still leaking, we know. So, well, you, you guys know that, but the, the audience does not know that. No, I don't uh, think you did anything <laughs> to fix it. So, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I thought that maybe <laughs> yeah, by true, wiping down point. the shock it would stop leaking. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, and it, it turns uh, out that, that there's no more fluid in it, of course it's <laughs> Turns out you're not that good of a mechanic. <laughs> turns out I'm not that good of a mechanic. I didn't, I didn't wipe hard enough, uh, but yeah, the left rear shock is st still leaking, so. You have to rub it up and down a little bit harder to get the rest <laughs> of the fluid. 
I guess so. So yeah, I mean, I, fuck, all right, I'm gonna throw this out. Do you, do you guys know what a fluffer is? You, I just, I, I, I just found out what a fluffer is recently. What? Yeah. Wait, hey, you mean that kind of fluffer, like I, a guy that gets ready? A, yeah, the yeah. porn one. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know uh, what that was. Hey, there's also bumper Terrible. stickers with women reading books. Oh, on the back of them. <laughs> so hot! <laughs> yeah. Love it. Welcome to 1980. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, yeah, the suspension is still leaking. I'm super fucking torn. Wait, I, wait, why did you talk about fluffer? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that come from? Oh, because he said that I should rub it harder. <laughs> and that reminded me of fluffer. Um, so uh, I don't know, dude. I'm like back and forth. Uh, the the thing that really threw me off is I, that I, I thought wait, we settled this. By wait, 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 wait. Just tell Ruben and he'll tell you what to do. Oh, he, we already talked yeah. about it on the way down. Uh, yeah. So this is the SLS self-leveling suspension that now I got people putting installing on their Fox Body Mustangs because they're so cool. AKA um, SL mess. Oh my god! <laughs> Drop the mic. All right, I'm away. <laughs> Brian's leaving. He's done. He's done. Thank you, folks. No, I'm not leaving. I'm still here. So I'm. I'm. I don't know, dude. I want to keep this as a arts opening possible. act in 2020 because. <laughs> I mean, for a couple of reasons. I, I do like the way it rides. I think it's perfectly Shut fine for the car. Shut the fuck up. We already discussed this. But, What's the new but, information? But, um, it, well, the new information is that... Yeah, Bill Steen's in freaking Springs. You're done. Yeah. New information so, the light. new information, I can... I can. I found... This is what really threw me off. I oh, found an, uh, an OEM shock for that corner for 650 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but used or new? Used uh, or new? Rebuilt. But it was but they only they pop up occasionally. And so that's the thing is that like I love how you're like, "Oh, score 650 bucks for one <laughs> yeah, shock." One shock. So, score, so 650 up. bucks for one rear shock to ha to have a complete E34 yeah, and to have the other one go with, out with a, like 5 months later. No, but I'm going to sell it before then. So the idea is that um but <laughs> oh, or crazy. I could pay 600 bucks to do the whole self the delete, which I that's if I do it myself. So I have to buy the shocks buy the, de the delete kit, buy the strut mounts, well, buy luckily, all that shit. Well, you can change all that shit in like 20 minutes, right? I know, but I don't want to fucking tinker with this car and get hydraulic fluid everywhere. So if like, you're, just, you're really thinking about selling it, though, huh? Oh, so, well, no, not really. I mean, eventually I will, but I'm just thinking like... Dude, I think it's a very valid point that the other shit's going to fail. Uh, so, sure, maybe you get this one shotgun, but... It's a risk. Dude, will also, it by the way, the guy that you bought it from said that the whole thing was rebuilt, too, so... <laughs> well, yeah, so what, what I found out is that he replaced the actuators and a bunch of other associated components with new parts, but he bought two used shocks on the forums. The rear ones are used, so those are not rebuilt units. Um, so that's the thing, is like... And is it one of the rear ones that failed? Yeah, the one, one, one rear, yeah, the left rear. So uh, you're buying a used shock off the internet? No, a rebuilt, no, rebuilt. like a brand new. Yeah, shock. they probably just polished it. They probably like just polished did. it, like I did. Yeah, um, it doesn't rebuilt. have any fluid. In it. <laughs> no leaks. <laughs> no, no leaks. So I don't know. I mean, anyways, I, I still haven't decided. There, I, I found a full delete kit right now on eBay. So yeah, I don't want to hear about this. We, we already know about this, but uh, <laughs> that is well, you I'm never gave listening. driving impressions on I'm your about, Acura yeah, NSX. There. So so the NSX that everyone hates to hear about. Uh, so I did, you know, I did go ahead. And I got it corner balanced. Put the KW variant threes on it. I got the wheels on it. I got the um, uh, Dereza Z twos on it. So you got it like properly corner balanced. Properly corner balanced. So it's the car is where'd you freaking dialed? The uh, there's a guy in near SF that does it. So he's like the NSX guy that Warren knew. Nice. Uh, top right. Yep. And so the car's freaking dialed, man. The car is is 
the only way I can describe it is like an extension of yourself. That's so. I mean, it's. I know it's a cheesy. It's like a human cliche. Of it's yourself. like a humanoid and a sex. Um, I mean, but it's a robot because it has like metal. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really 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 communicative. Now it before I mean as Lane remembers uh, when we drove it with the stock suspension stock. Uh, wheels and shitty old Yokohama S drives. Like it was really understated. Worn out suspension. Yeah, worn out suspension. Like the yeah. front had no grip. It Dry was, tires. Really, like weight transfer to get it to grip and everything. Now it just like it just fucking rotates. Like it's it's way 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 more immediate in every way. Like now the biggest weak point that is very very apparent now and it's just kind of highlighted tremendously. Are the, <laughs> the the brake pads? So the brake, so the, it has a lot of braking power, but there's oh, absolutely shit. no bite. Your like, boy, no. your boy's coming true. Boy's coming true. Yeah. Where? Photographic <laughs> telling you to upgrade your brake. Oh fuck that! No, he, not wants, photograph, he wants man. me to go full stop tanks and all the shit. Analog mess. Analog mess. Yeah, no. All I need is pads. All I need is pads. Okay, okay. Like it's just and like, the brakes and, and I mean probably. The brakes felt fine. They're just a little soft. They're not yeah, like they're, they're there's just, not like a crazy amount of initial bite. There's no initial. It's kind of like driving an old car where you have to like the more effort you give, yeah. the harder it breaks. Yeah. So what are you gonna annoying. do? So I'm uh, Hawk HP pluses, which have been my go-to in the squeaky past. Squeaky ass brakes. Squeaky shit. I, I know they're squeaky. Come but on, they can't be that good. They can't be. They're really good. They're really good. They're really good. Street hawks or whatever. You can get HPSs, but I want. Dude, the HPSs you fry them at one track day. Yes, you do. He's not doing a track day. Will eventually he'll do one track day and he'll fry him. How many yeah. track I think he will do one track day. You'll fry a set of brake pads in one track. Day. Absolutely. Those those are are just, there's got to be other right. pads That's out the there that aren't as squeaky. pluses were horrendous on my E46 M3. Horrendous. Yeah. Wait, squeakiness. Yeah. That's squeakiness. Performance are good, but like I've got PFC08s or 11s on my 964. They're squeaky a little bit, but not bad at all. Yeah. How many track days take a lot to warm up? Right. Wait. So how many track I mean, days did you do in like, your 993? Like a full race pad, isn't I it? only did two autocrosses, no track days. Uh, they're yeah. endurance okay. ones, which you usually don't require don't look at me. much. Case. Yeah, uh, case but closed. That, but that car, that car had really nice pads on it, and it was and it and they weren't squeaky. And they weren't squeaky. Yeah, what kind of pads were they? They were super they? dusty. Just get I think top they were of the fields. Yeah, that. That, well, that's what I was looking at. Because so. all I know is Brian. Every time you pull off, it was like horrible. Ah. They're really yeah. squeaky, but you have to. There are ways to make to quiet them down. So yeah. I was reading. I there's think like I had an extra issue, by the way. You know what you can do? You put grease on the rotors. Oh, and they're not as squeaky. They're super quiet. Anyways, whatever. So new pads are in the works. But the NSX is freaking amazing. I really, really have a whole cool. So it totally changed. It. it changed it completely. So, yep. do you Our, miss the nine nine three ever? Nope, you never. Really? Not at all. No, not I when mean, you saw that video of you doing donuts. Nope. I mean, it's yeah. Good. It I sounded mean, pretty good. It's cool. I mean, there's definitely certain characteristics that the nine nine three has that the NSX doesn't have, and one of them is we we're just talking about on the way down. There's something really cool about how responsive those engines are like yeah. a flat six and you know even though that's a 3.6 even the smaller ones are way even more sharper freaking yeah. sharper kind of sewing machine like but um they're just i mean they definitely are super cool and i love i do miss driving a rear engine car but i don't like it, it doesn't like make me want to sell my nsx or i don't even feel the need to add another add a 993 to the mix right now like i'm fine with this car like it's because it does everything so well it's 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 really 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 good it's a really good car um i can't wait to actually go and, and track it. I was actually just talking to the guys recently. We had a little shindig for Ruben's birthday, and um, ideally, I don't want to track it in the rain the first time I drive it on the track. Uh, but I do intend on taking it out because it would be a ton of fun. I think on the track, it's just super neutral. The thing is super rad. 
It's a really good car. So I got to drive it before you sold it. Oh, yeah. You got to drive it. Uh, barely. The 993? Wait, 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 wait a minute. We swapped keys. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I, always joke. I never got to not drive the 993 because he sold it so fast. Um, yeah. Sold it uh, two years. <laughs> Do you have it two years? Almost two years. Yeah. Shit. And you I, never registered that the whole time. No, I had it yeah, registered in <laughs> Oregon. But uh, Warren, I got I got those out there. War, or, Warren rolled up in his Mighty Max. Yeah. And I was like, damn. damn. Dude, I'm like, please let me swap Holy keys with you. Shit. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I guess like uh, I'll figure this out. Um, so I just drove it downtown from here, downtown Santa Cruz, but there's a sweeping section where Highway 1 starts by Costco, kind of, you know, that long sweeping? Mm-hmm. And there was traffic, but they were kind of froggered out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, The whole world slows down. Yeah. And like, First of all, Art, I was driving by you. It's so funny. Art's in the Mighty Max. So bummed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and it's so bummed. <laughs> was it kind of cool? I'm like had trying you... to figure out where the fifth gear is. I'm like <laughs> using both hands yeah. over here. Uh, had you driven, uh, have you seen the NSX? being driven no it looks incredible it looks so sick <laughs> no i mean i'm not joking i, I actually was gonna tr- i was trying to take a picture that's what i was doing headlights shop right yeah it looked really hot uh but what, I was what's gonna that say movie though? trading places with eddie murphy i feel like this is similar <laughs> yeah. so i got to go through that section just full v-tech going awesome. between cars <laughs> yeah, that thing's awesome so after that i told art that i want first rider refusal on the car oh it might be very short First right. <laughs> nonetheless, if something lines up, just interesting. Saying, it's I out, agree. It's out there now. Yeah. What were your impressions overall? Like, it's awesome. It's it feels older than it looks. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're in it, it's just kind of older Honda kind of feel to it, mm-hmm. and it's so subtle at low speeds. Yep. But until you get going, um, you don't even know what you're in it. But once that VTEC, yo, yo, kicks in, man. Things, it's great. Steering's amazing. Um, engine sounds awesome. You're really low, really low. I mean, headlights like at your face. Right. Yeah. No, where we're driving, when we're driving back yeah. to LA. Like, I'm like, what the hell is that car? It was, yeah, like, Toyota, it was like a Toyota Corolla, and yeah. their door handle was at my eye level. Yeah, that's one thing that would take a lot of getting used to for me. Um, and then I'm sure you'd get a lot of attention. I don't the view out of the front's pretty amazing, huh? Awesome. With, you don't realize how scowl, a scowl of that hood is. Yeah, and the or the fenders and everything, yeah, the, just, like pontoons, kind of. Yep, and the classic Honda red interior lights. And I mean, I drove it at mm-hmm. night, so. I didn't get a, a long drive or anything, but uh, yeah, awesome, sweet. Yeah, you definitely got to get it uh, up in the twisties soon. Yeah, yeah that'd be rad. Nice, Brian. Wait. Any updates? Oh, wait, 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 wait. What were the He's... driving impressions of the Mighty Max? Max? Thank you. Dude. Yeah. All right. So the first things first. Um, seating position is, is is very different from the NSX. I mean, you're in a is truck, it optimal? So it's it's optimal. You have they great both visibility. Have no power steering. Uh, no power steering, but uh, the first thing I, when I went to go adjust my seating position, how rad is a, 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 an adjustable bench seat? Sliding bench. Sliding bench Does seat. Does the entire bench? No, it splits. it's just no, no, no. The, the whole thing. Oh, was it the whole thing? Oh, I didn't even I didn't look to my right. I, I thought maybe it was just my side, but that was oh, pretty man. rad. We're not that yeah. fancy. Full on, dude. So yeah, that was pretty sweet. So I adjusted that thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's way peppier than I expected. Like really? It just, I think it's geared super low, right? Yeah. It's like really aggressive. So you put it in gear, the clutch is like super close to the firewall and you're immediately moving, you know, just like it, you just kind of shifting through the gears, two 
windows down. <laughs> yeah. Breeze Arm out the window, elbows out. Elbows out. Wide letters out. So, Ruben, if you're interested, just holler. You know what I mean? Dude, Daily that, driver. That could be it. That yeah. could be the one. So there you go. You, you got a fucking full bed to throw shit in. <laughs> Slick top. Five did speed. a jump run in it today? Oh, there you go. Slick top. I saw that Slick picture. Top. I didn't know they did those. Dude, oh, pretty rad. Yeah. It's pretty rare. McLaren sticker on the back. They didn't not do those, actually. It's true. It's so rad, though. You look at it, There's. it's just speedometer and fuel gauge. That's it. I think there might have been a voltmeter. No clock. clock. This is how fast you're going. This is how much gas you have. That's all you need. We were disappointed with the lack of fuel pressure. (laughs) Voltmeter. Exactly. Um, I have to bring up uh, this email that we got from Nick Costello. Uh, He was at a gas station just took a picture of some random dude in his Mighty Max. Uh, So uh, Nick says, talk to this younger kid who is turning his Mighty Max into a drift machine with the LSD from a Montero. He bought it for $800, and I thought you guys might like to see that there's Mighty Max love out there. So rad. And, uh, yeah, so I replied. I was pretty excited because <laughs> it's he got... He hit you at a good point. Did you just have <laughs> yeah, a cup I of coffee a, or something? I, I had a moment. Uh, but uh, it's got something for everybody. It's got a mismatched fender for Lane. Uh, it's a Mighty Max, so that's uh, that covers Warren. It's got painted steel wheels for me. And Does it have all-season tires? Because I love those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I oh, can't tell. So that guy. means they probably are all-seasons because they look so bland. Prime wells? Uh, <laughs> Prime wells. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then drift life, JDM life for art. That's so. true. Perfect. Who knew a Montero LSD swap? Like yeah, that? maybe you should Can, think about does, that. Does it slide? Have you messed around with it yet? Oh, it'll slide. Oh, yeah. On, <laughs> does it have posi traction? Uh, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Yeah, it's... I don't know about the Mighty Max. I'm still on the fence with it. I don't know what to do. They're fun. I mean, I I like little trucks. They're rad. Yeah, mini trucks. It's definitely fun. Pretty rad. It's it's a fun experience. Oh, hey, Brian, did you know you posted a picture of a 190E that was, like, lowered with white letters out? Yeah, downtown Santa Cruz. And he bought a bunch of stickers from us? Yeah. And he put put the sticker on his car? It's rad. It's pretty cool. So that means... So I guess did he see it posted? Yeah. Uh when when I posted it a while back. Yeah, someone tagged him in it or something. That continues to blow my mind. We <laughs> post stuff and people actually were like, you know, we're posting people's cars from around town or yeah. around the Bay Area yeah. and they actually follow so they can claim it right Small away. Small world yeah. these days. Yeah. Pretty rad. Small world. So Brian, do you have any updates? Nope. Nope. <laughs> cool. Stop asking, Brian. What do you got sitting Just in your yard over. nowadays? Yeah, there you go. I got a few things sitting in the yard. I still what? got a Jetta TDI sitting in the yard. I, I feel like a... Did you get the letter back? I got a letter, yeah. I think it's all ready. I, I just need to go to a notary public to... Oh, you never did that. Did you? Yeah. So did you sell your car or what? No, I went to the notary republic and like sent that paperwork months. in. No, no, no. It's already happening. People are getting money? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think it's gonna happen. So I got that sitting in the yard. I just think it's a, so people it's already got dates like Kevin. Uh, Kevin AutoWorks detailing. Uh, he's doing his, and then his friend got the date of like it's what? like next week. It's turning it in huh. and getting his getting his check. Okay, I so it's all notary thing. Yeah, it's all happening. Yeah, Hunter's doing his also. Oh, What's they, their process then? Where are those cars going? What are they gonna hmm, do with them? No I'm idea. So curious. So they give you a check at the dealership. Uh, you can choose like different ways to do it if you have a deposit in your account or whatever. Okay. So I asked for a, just a check. Nice. Crazy. All right. Yeah. Asked for wads of cash. So you just have to go bands. to like a UPS center and get it notarized. And then Super they easy. give you a date, schedule you a date to come exactly. in. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. So you, you submit that paperwork and then they give you the date. I see. Interesting. Well, yep. Best of luck to you. Yep. So, yeah, so that's it in the yard. And then I got a W116 Mercedes, uh, the S-Class parts car. 
gasket issue or no this is uh got the motor and tranny to replace the head gasket that's bad and the blue w114 mercedes so he's doing a manual swap with a with a uh two valve motor or whatever the euro dollar head cam yeah dual overhead cam motor the 2.8 i mean that's like years in the future so yeah (laughs) and then there's of course the chevy that there's the chevy there too right in the same rotting forest area uh <laughs> rotting my dad's got a 55 ford pickup in the forest also there's and a bathtub a, in there. the jeepster <laughs> yeah there's a clawfoot tub sitting never next know. to the truck yeah <laughs> i mean if you want to get detailed there's a lot of other things <laughs> That's true. That's true. weird lawnmowers and yeah you have like that, that jeepster right yeah yeah, yeah. I think and that's like you, a 1956 or something. Really, it's Jeepster. And then you guys have the Grand Cherokee. Yeah. And then... Two uh, uh, Honda XR100s. <laughs> I love how you had those. One, one, one of them's torn apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. No so more scooter. What's up with the with the Grand Cherokee? Any issues with that? I mean, I know it's, or no. it's, it was chilling there. I mean, you no, guys fixed the key fob thing and it's cool? I mean, we didn't... Yeah, we just... You know, he hooned one. He hooned it. One. Yeah. No, I keep uh, sending Christina ads for shit that we could replace it with. Like yeah. Warren sends an ad for a synchro van again, and I'm like, maybe we could get, do this instead. Dude. Warren sends an ad for that all-wheel drive diesel Toyota high ace van from the 80s. I think it was for art. Oh, no, yeah, that, oh was, that was art. What is that? Yeah. That wasn't a high ace. What was that? No, the, uh, it's a surf van or whatever they call Yeah, it. I forget what they're called. Yeah. That thing was rad. But, the one in LA, right? Yeah, the bugger is. It's a right-hand drive, and so, you know, that's fine for the right-hand drive, but when you do it with a minivan, that means that the sliding door is on the left, so if yeah, you do have jump kids, out in traffic. Yeah, right in traffic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's hard, it's hard to picture Ooh. something that we'd want to replace the Grand Cherokee with. So we're we're keeping Rocking it. it. You haven't yeah. had it that long, have you? No, two years. Two years. <clears throat> yeah, two years. Yeah. Wow, fifty thousand miles. A lot uh, of miles. Lane, what about you, man? How about you? Anything? Not really. Not yeah. as not as interesting as you. I did. Uh, I finally got the bumper mounted, so I got it all. Oh yeah, got it pretty dialed in. Got Primer, that thing mounted uh, up. Had to do a little swearing and uh, stuff. Porsche nine forty on the nine forty four. So I got the Euro bumper all mounted up. Drove it to work for the first time in three and a half months or so. Nice. So that was kind of nice. Took the coastal route. Took yeah. pictures like every 10 miles. The yeah. lazy route. Took one picture. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's cool, dude. I'm excited to hear that you're just going to leave it as is and maybe yeah, change. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Just maybe, leave like, it as is. Different stuff up to the fender. Fuck, I'm yeah. growing my dreads out as we speak. So, you know. <laughs> Are you going to do a white uh, door or like what color, what color door? Yeah, yeah, probably. Dude. Did you yeah. reply no. to my... No, no, but I saw it and I laughed to myself. <laughs> I laughed quietly to myself. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Uh, That's cool. And then what else did I do? Oh, I got a... Uh, we got both our new R107 SLs last week. Came a 500 SL. His and hers. And then... Uh, <laughs> so now we have six of the shop. But So um, have you driven the manual transmission? Yeah, I drove the manual are your, one. What are your opinions on it? So... The manual is rad. Yeah? Manual transmissions four are speed? way better than automatic transmissions. I learned. No way. Even in yeah. the big SL? So it's a four-speed? It's not the big of a car. I mean, it's a four-speed. And it's, it's the, a, the... So it's a 1972 first-year uh, R107. Oh, it's the V8, actually. V8, uh, 4.5 liter. So it's a 350 SL. Um, that's what they were labeled as the mm-hmm. first just year. Just for that one year, yeah. Even though it was a, a 4.5 They later. sent, they actually sent badges out. Yeah, 450 yeah, badges. Yeah, for the U.S. customers. Uh, so yeah, it's a 72 350 SL with a four-speed manual. Dude, it's just so much more playful. Like, you feel like you want to kind of 
like drive it fast. What's up with that gear shifter too? It's totally great. It's tall. Yeah, it's super tall. Yeah. Like a 928 or whatever. It's, it's way different than the later manual six six cylinders. Is it? Yeah. They're shorter. They're, they look like a 190 Cosworth. Huh. They're mm. like sunken down with a big boot. Dude, the shifter's surprisingly really good. It's like a nice notchiness going into gear and like but but not too not not too stiff or you know hard to hard to row. Uh you know, throws are a little long, of course. It's a 1972, but uh yeah, I really dig it with the with the manual. Hmm. Is is it a U.S. market car? The car is kind of a piece of shit, but besides that, I mean. But it seems like it's super rare. I didn't even yeah. know they made a V8 manual. No, you know? people are saying. I mean, there's. Oh, and I've heard differing things, but there's definitely less than like fifty in the United States. Well, it was, it, was it originally a U.S. car? No, it's a Euro car. So, what kind of uh, injection do you have? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Dr. D-Jet? Probably what you have. <laughs> I wonder. No, no. I don't know. It's probably the same as all the other 450s. I don't know what that is. No idea what that is. I have no idea. Mm. It's Wild the sound. Where the hell did you guys find that car? Uh, in Oregon. On Craigslist? Yeah. One, well, we've been looking at it for a while. It's been up for, for a long time. And actually, one of our listeners uh, DM'd us that car or emailed oh, it to sweet. us like a month ago or something, too. Nice. And I had already seen it, but it was, you know, just kind of sitting mm. up there for a long time. So, yeah, we picked it up, had it had it towed down here, and it's pretty sweet. Nice. Stuff. Well, um, uh, I don't know. I was going to say, speaking of uh, slow, old German manual cars, uh, Ruben drove the uh, E34 M5. Oh, manual. yeah. I wanted to get his impressions. Yeah, I wanted to get his impressions as well. How shitty was it, Ruben? <laughs> well, it, driving it down Black Road, the road I live on, it's, it doesn't egg you on to, to drive it hard <laughs> it's it's more of a cruise mobile it, um audubon the, missile the, yeah the, the one thing that impressed me is for a car that old how well put together it still is like it barely any creaks anywhere every all the nothing's like loose and sh- shaky control wise either like the shifter is all everything's like tight and functions well but yeah well i mean you know the shocks have been polished everything gets a regular rub yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as driving experience, I think the shifting, it's, it's not the greatest shifter. I mean, it's tight, but it's, it's just rubbery and I'm not the most direct, I think. And, the the throttle pedal just too long, like I was talking about before, slow steering and all that. So it, it doesn't entice you like as a fun, fast, like back roads car, but mm-hmm. the, it, but it's well composed and everything around yeah, turns. But it, and stuff? It, it handles well. It's well, you don't have a great steering feel or feedback from it. But it's I think it's planted. It, it I don't think it's wallowy or like rolly or all that. It it you know. It, so it has like a good chassis and everything. It's exactly. just more the to do with the steering and maybe the, the feedback and the feel you get. It doesn't it doesn't egg you on. You don't get the the feedback you want yeah. or like the response you know to really go for it. But the you gotta love the straight six engines and BMWs, man. It's I mean it like I said, it's not the fastest one because of the throttle pedal. But once you get up there, and j- just the smoothness and, and the rev and the sound of that straight six when you get up in the u- upper rev range, it's is, quick is beautiful. Too, huh? It's I noticed it. Felt yeah, like once it. you get up there, yeah. but uh, I, I was like floored it like at, at around three, and it just took a while to get VTech, up there. Yo, we've so. talked about this before. Yeah. You I mean, he's coming out of a, like his nine six four and stuff. 
stuff yeah. like those yeah. things yeah but compared to that you know yeah yeah but no doubt yeah it's because it does have a lumpy cam so like even i i have magazines of like period magazines at home that talk about how you have to be like up above four grand to really get it on cam otherwise yeah you're it's pretty anemic like i mean it moves with traffic and everything but this is pre-vano so it wasn't doing any variable valve timing at all it's just basically you're either off the cam or you're on the big you know you're actually you know rotating enough to really open up the valves and get moving well so i noticed just even at in in neutral when you just blip the throttle it wants to rev quickly that, yeah i guess that was kind of a yeah and no and that's the thing is that we we're talking about it's kind of deceiving because you do have that long like pedal relative yeah. like you know yeah. especially a 964 like the 993s or even air-cooled cars in general they don't have a lot of pedal travel yep. but uh but i mean yeah it does rev quick and it revs smoothly and it's i mean it's itb you know you definitely have the throttle response yeah they're beautiful yeah. engines yeah. and it's a timeless design it's still a beautiful car you gotta love the the rear bucket seats all so yeah, like only yeah. so good, huh? Back there. Yeah. And, you know, the it, like just simple classic designs, it doesn't age. You know, it, it stays nice. It stays enjoyable. But as far as like a, a back road funk car, that's that's not what it's meant for. Right. And, it, and it doesn't egg you t- to do anything like that. But Dude, I just had an idea. What if your daily driver was an E28 M5? <laughs> Whoa! Well, I I was thinking of the the later model, the E thirty nine V eight ones. Like if I would yeah. consider that, yeah. I've ne- I haven't driven one. I know like Chris had one, but I've that could be cool. It. I bet they offer it. I bet it's an option, but you can probably get full down seats. Yeah. On those. So the, I know on the E nineties oh, right. it's an option. Yeah, yeah it is. How the, weird the is that issue, though, to have that as an so option? Weird on such that, a recent model. So car, we have an E fifty five at work. Yeah, those uh, option. We don't have it. Tom's had it. Yeah, ours doesn't have it. Hundred. Yeah. So going back to the so the one thing that I also found really disappointing about the this car is, is probably my least favorite thing about the car is the steering and I mean I mentioned it early on because it's you a steering box it, all right? I mentioned it hard <laughs> oh, uh, but it's a steering box so it's not as communicative as you said it's a little bit numb you know it's 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 for cruising um that's what old you know old fucking w124 mercedes have steering boxes and so um it doesn't entice you as you said to really throw it around not that i don't like doing that i still enjoy the shit out of that i think it's a lot of fun doing it because it's a big kind of it's because it's not for that i don't know just it's kind of fun but um but i mean that alone is an issue and here's the thing is the e39 m5 also has a steering box what? and yeah and oh so, really yeah and so oh that was the God. biggest complaint that people had about that car like wow. when you read about you know reviews back in the can day can you put like a z3 it's probably no really difficult. that's the Rack shitty thing is like no? with these cars there's no alternative hmm. like you can't do anything you have to change everything up front wow, some guy in I, I think i, I saw some guy it. in the czech republic trying to build his own and he was trying to like get like forum support so that he can actually get like you know enough like interest to build them but it never happened um that's the only thing that i mean i'm just kind of giving you a heads up on obviously you want i'm sure you'll drive one before you commit but um but yeah that's what sucks about those cars i mean they do have shitty steering plus you don't want to be working on your everyday driver yeah. like you so said back so to the focus yeah RS. back to the focus, focus RS. RS. yeah exactly <laughs> drive a manual golf r back to back i'm curious to hear your impressions after well, that. the thing yeah. too is like the, the Focus RS is enticing because, I, I mean, uh, rally is like my favorite motorsport. Yeah. And it, it does have the fl- flared R's. It does have that little special quality to it, the Focus RS. And, I mean, does it have flared fenders, though, or anything? Some people might think it's a little boy racer is fast to furious yeah. but or you, like, i think it's a flare and more uh, subdued flare. one in in like the uh in that like stealth gray that i like mm. where the golf r uh, 
it's cool that it's like a cue car, as some people call it. You know, it's, it goes completely under the radar. It blends in just like any other golf. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's kind of dull. I would argue that the RS is pretty, uh, compared to the ST, it's like basically the same as well. Yeah, it doesn't have much more flair than I feel like they didn't go far enough. Like, it needs yeah. some fender flares and stuff. What happened to, like, putting box flares on a car? What the fuck? It has people? it a little bit, but not... Yeah. not, not I, no more than the S. Yeah. No more than What about doing, like, a rad paint to sample on a Golf R? No, but... Make it, really stand out. <laughs> see, it's not about paint. I think it'd be... How rad would it be if they did, like, some box but flares or yeah, something? Yeah, like I get now, I think, would be a holdover until next year. I'd like to do European delivery of an M2. Hmm. As my daily, because E46 M3 I, I used to be my daily, and I still think I, I could, I you know, if I wanted to go on a cheaper end, I'd get another one. But I've experienced it, and I still love that. And I was com- comparing the sizing of the M2 and E46 M3, and they're almost identical. Mm-hmm. The M2 is actually slightly wider, probably because it's got more aggressive uh, flares, box okay. flares on the uh, E46. Does M3. it uh, rear seats fold down? Yeah, because yeah. I remember Ruben had an E thirty three twenty five IS some years back, and he used to surf. He used to go surfing in that thing, and his passenger seat always had surfboards in it. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sure you can make it work regardless. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's really bizarre. I'm surprised that yeah, rear folding or fold down seats aren't kind of a standard option, yeah. you know, for those types of cars. So aside from the E thirty M three project, which is pretty major, any other? Little project updates you've been wanting to do to your uh, GT3 RS. I haven't been able to drive it just because the brakes are completely shot. The, I didn't realize they were shot because uh, the pads were completely tapered. So I check them regularly, uh, but I'm I'm always looking at the top sure. edge and that has plenty of meat on it. Are there sensors in them? Look at. I, there should be. Uh, well, I have switched them from PC. CBs to steels, and I forgot to order sensors, so uh, I ran them without sensors. And the bottom edge is down to the backing plate. Shit. And so I'm like, oh, that's what that noise is on. <laughs> yeah. So you need pads. So and I haven't been driving them. Uh, I'm gonna swap back to the PCCBs, but get more aggressive pads put into them. Not not OEM. I'm getting endless, uh, probably ME20s, which aren't necessarily ceramic pads, but a lot of people have been running them with ceramics. Mm, and, yeah. Well. So I'm going to get that done, hopefully do a track day the, the next Monday with, with the car. Hopefully it's not raining too bad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. So that, then the 964, I got to get tires again after only running a set of tires for maybe four weeks of driving. Cool. <laughs> oh, right. cool. Uh, yeah, not too happy with the last set of tires I got for that car. So you, I got the Kumo Exa V720s. Okay. So they're nice and grippy, but uh, I did one track day and... I'm guessing maybe did around 1,500 miles with it. And, and one major burnout. And they're completely shot in the front. They're yeah. worse in the front than in the yeah. rear. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that they, yeah, they just don't like I the mean, toe I, alignment. I run aggressive alignment, and all of them wear, all my tires wear like that, but mm. uh, these just went in no time. Like, what's the shred wear rating on them? 200. See, I don't know about the I've run things. the Falcons a bunch, the Dereza Z2s, and I usually get between... Five to eight thousand miles. What's the tread so. wear on that pilot? 
sport or super sport. Uh, or do you know? It's much higher, but it those. I mean, he's like he's and a PFC twos are probably close to two hundred, like one eighty to two hundred. Where the super sports, I'm sure, guessing, are like three forty or something. I mean, all the manufacturers just make up those numbers, yeah. so it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, it still right. kind of gives you an idea of what. Not costs, really, because I mean, they can just they'll just do it on their. There's no test to do. Well, yeah. no, I realize that, yeah. but like a two hundred is different than like a five hundred. They so they kind of segment a them out. Of RE seventy one R's on order to replace them. That's what I was originally awesome. looking to get, but they were on back order for too long, which is why I got the Kumos. They had decent reviews, That's except what... for the track. They had a lot of DLAM issues on tracks, and mm. basically they tell you do not track these tires. Even when I bought them from Tire Rack, they're like, hey, just so you know, don't tra-. And I did track it, but I just was careful in monitoring the pressures and, <laughs> and the temps and all yeah. that. And I didn't have any problems with them on a track, right. and they performed well, except until now, like I've been having a horrendous understeer, and I'm like... Oh, okay. This is why. <laughs> yeah, the fronts are completely shot after. Yeah, and also if you look at them, not, they didn't delaminate, but they chunked. Yeah. They mm-hmm. chunked on the inside. So yeah, it's it's a weird. You were running RE seventy one R's yeah, those on the. Are, those are my faves. Yeah, yeah. they they uh, they're not too good in the wet uh, when they're well, worn out. When they're bald. <laughs> when they're bald. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, those lasted. The rears lasted around ten thousand miles, and the front still had you know a decent amount of tread. Uh, when I sold uh, when I sold the car, I actually part of the deal was that I would buy them rear tires, which I did, but. Um, 10,000 miles with aggressive driving to autocrosses on those tires is, is pretty solid. And they're, and that's pretty consistent across the board. Um, yeah, and it's a much, I don't know, much, I, I don't know, it's, it is more expensive, but it's consistently a higher rated tire by most people who drive on them too. Like it's better feedback, uh, better wear. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, supposed to be a better tire. Yeah. So hopefully I have better luck with the RE71Rs. That's the first time I've ever gotten that little life. I mean, yeah, I drive my cars properly, but uh, properly, okay. I, well. I usually <laughs> get a little bit more life out of my tires. But and then the race car, I just need to do a fluid flush and the E30M3, like I mentioned earlier. Just need to get the suspension reset. Need to get everything. New, done. I got the KW. I just need to order a couple parts. I, I meant to order everything before I got home, but I forgot everything that I needed to order. Yeah. I, I've had the KW sitting there for over a year now. I waited for a year to get him, mm. and then <laughs> since I got him, it's just taken me a lot longer to install him because I decided to do the full overall. What's up with the racing program? Uh well this past year pretty much none none I did like one or two race weekends just because I've been out of the country I haven't had a house so so uh, are are you have you got your uh, regular license I yet? got my full license okay. now because yeah I had my one incident so that put me back uh, yeah. one race but so yeah, you've that was probably cool. got like ten events in or something no I've only done like three race weekends but so, events like races. No, NASA with that car, I've only done three race weekends. So. Uh, don't you have to do like no, eight you need like, to get a you need get rid of your provisional? Well, no, you need four, I think, to have your full license, and then you oh, need okay. like four another four no to issue. be completely off, like rookie. Oh, that's uh, probably, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of then. Yeah, I've had like five or six. So you still have races. your orange rookie plate or whatever. Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. Any plans for this coming year? Or are you going to hopefully? Try to get but more I, into I, it? I haven't really planned out this coming year. I'll probably still be traveling a lot, but I really do want to dedicate myself a little bit more to racing. And you know, uh, the yeah, the the thing is just how much money you have and how much you want to dedicate to mm-hmm. racing. Because if you want to run top level, you, 
I do need to spend a little bit of time like coaching and, and doing data review and, and, and doing at least one or two days of that to do the setup and do the data review and coaching and yeah, also get a, getting a fresh set of tires for every race weekend if I want to be in the top yeah. three or four. Yeah. I think right really- now, if I'm just running as I am, I'd probably be in middle of the pack. If I did everything else, I would hope to be able to be, you know, top three front runners, but. Yeah, but it's like a fresh set of tires a weekend is a yeah. one a thousand to twelve hundred bucks. So. Yeah, yeah, that's no joke. Damn. So I mean, that's not huge when you're talking about motorsports and, yeah, and racing right, yeah. and all that, but that's still it adds up pretty quick. Right? <laughs> still a chunk of money for a couple of days. And this is for know. GTS class, right? Well, GTS is what I've been running in, but. I've been running against myself because it seems like everyone in NorCal has stopped running in GTS because they're, and most people that have GTS cars have just switched to ST class. So ST is essentially the same rules and regs, but it's open to any uh, manufacturer. It's not limited German vehicles, so you're running Mm. against all. NSX, ST class? So you get like Corvettes, there's a couple uh, uh, Nissan Z's, like 350s or 370s and Mm. all that. Stuff like that. Sweet. Nice. We're going to do some listener questions and then do trivia, or you just want to yeah. go straight to trivia, or what do you want to do? It's uh, up to you. We only have like three questions, right? You. Yeah. Let's do, let's run through the questions quick and then we'll do some. Long, but uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Dan Serralo, my first project car was a NA Mark III Supra which I swapped a turbo motor into, got it running, and then immediately started taking it apart again. Short story long, it never got put back together as I graduated school, got a job, moved out of my parents' house, and eventually moved across the country, so it sat there for a few years. My parents decided they no longer wanted it, taking up garage space and had it hauled away. It still bums Ooh. me out to think about it. Are there any failed project cars you still wish you would have completed? Brian? Brian? <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> Yeah, man. All. <laughs> All projects. All the projects. Exactly. I mean, I have a 1956 Chevy that's been sitting in the forest for 20 years now, and uh, I would have loved to have completed that at some point. Um, and I feel bad that it's just, I, I mean, I, you know, you feel bad because it's gone, but it also feels bad to just have it sitting there that's and worse, kind of I weighing think. on you. Yeah, you almost rather have it gone. I'm yeah. making it, yeah, like I'm. And someone know, else did it I'm for him. It he worse. can't, like, he can't say he did, you right. know. His parents yeah. hauled it away. Yeah. It's like Brian's is cheap. They did him a favor. But yeah, man, like Project Cars and early, like, it takes a serious commitment to uh, put something together like that. And, um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, your eyes are bigger than your appetite. Sometimes. For some, <laughs> for some people, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mean, I, I don't mean sometimes for me, it's all the time for me, <laughs> but you know, some people are able to pull it off. It, uh, True. Yeah. It just takes setting up the right, uh, mechanic conditions. to do it for you. <laughs> I mean, so in I some know. cases drop it off at a, at a shop or isn't that well, the definition sure. of crazy? Like to, to do the same thing over and over to expect, expect a different result. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, what you're saying is well, that so you're, now, uh, now you're referencing my other project, yeah, which yeah. is the W114. So interestingly enough, <laughs> I thought this would be uh, the answer to my 56 Chevy problems. Like, you know, when Lane, you and I went to look at the car, it was like totally complete, started yeah. right up. It was like a driver. Yeah. And so uh, what I liked about the 56 Chevy was the whole classic car thing. 
this, I got to pay 1300 bucks to For get into the car. classic car thing that was already done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it just then, had the head gasket go. It, yeah, it was just a head gasket. Yeah. But then it escalates into other things where I look at the exhaust manifold, and that's cracked. And then I look at this particular motor, and the heads are hard to find. JB won't. Yeah, Maybe I should have well. JB and done that option. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, things escalate, and then it turns into a project. And, I mean... Honestly, I think it's like not even anywhere near the same scale as a 56 so Chevy. So was a 56 Chevy a, running when you got it or that you bought that as a complete uh, project? It, it had been sitting in the forest, like two uh, driveways down. Um, <laughs> oh, we pulled it out and got it running, but it was just in such shabby condition. Like, uh, like it was, you know, the it wasn't running great. And, um, you know, it felt all funny on the road. And it turns out we look and there's like, you know, we there are two uh, body bolt areas that we can see, and the body bolts were missing from each of those. Whoa. And so it was like literally the the body was moving on the frame. <laughs> um, oh, boy. And there were like, you know, there was like seven layers of paint that looked, you know, it was all shitty. And so I start, uh, the one thing I did do was strip it down to bare metal and, and primer it. And, oh, you, you know, did primer it. You didn't strip it down to print bare metal and stick it back in. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I primered it, but, you know, it would have been better off if it had seven layers of paint the whole time. Because because, you know, now there's surface rust coming through because mm. it's not as thick of a coating as it, there used to be on it. Well, it's also Anyways. porous. A primer is like a porous coating. So a primer doesn't mm. seal. Right. Yeah, that's right. Your logic over there. Look at this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, in hindsight, you know, like I definitely wasn't thinking, oh, this is a 20-year solution. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this will be good in 2020. I'll get back to this. Yeah. yeah. I remember Brian did a burnout in it once. That's cool. Didn't, I drove you to school in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And dropped him off. I like, dropped him off with his lunch. With the hood <laughs> off. Thanks, Daddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Damn, Ruben, dude. how about you? Mm. Any any failed Can't think any. project mm. attempts or? Uh, oh yeah, Ryan knows it. <laughs> oh yeah, your GTI, yeah, the GTI sixteen vial that uh, <laughs> one of the first fun cars I bought when I moved back to California. And how I actually got to know Brian, it was his old GTI, and I had an electrical issue and uh, ended up trying to troubleshoot that. Lighting it on fire. And the wiring <laughs> harness melted. I'll blame that one on art. <laughs> I, was, I was just rubbing the shocks. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the static electricity. He was just was rubbing it? the wires. This time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so because of that, the car just ended up sitting there in front of my garage for a while because I was just like, shit. In Ocean, just, Ocean just, Beach, San Francisco. This just turned into a much bigger project, you know, because I have to replace the whole wiring and so, sort that all out. And I was planning on turbocharging and stripping it, you know, like rally kind of tribute. And uh, when I finally got around to working on it again and started working on the interior and stripping that and, and pulling the wiring apart, the uh, first thing I did was strip the interior, and I found that what? water had somehow gotten in through the Autolite, like, uh, sunroof <laughs> uh, gasket that uh, yep. Brian had originally put in and, and dripped on, onto the floor pans and had been gathering there and rusting through the floor pans. So at that point, like, it just turned into more than I wanted to deal with. And, and money-wise, it just wasn't worth it for that car. Yeah, so yeah. I ended up parting the whole thing out. And, but luckily, got more money than I originally paid for it by parting the whole thing Cause out. Because you and Art lowballed the shit out of me when I was selling it. <laughs> hey, man, buy high, sell low. sucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was kind of pinned in a hard spot because I had bought the E30 
project car for the race car. Oh, dude, I finished a project. Yeah, the race car. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that project. was your most successful project. Yeah, dude. And I like that. rebuild that multiple times. Yeah, and I know. Shit, so. How does that, uh, Middle finger to all y'all. Lemons. <laughs> Lemons, too. We yeah, we totally completed friggin' yeah, two cars, basically, for that. All right, so, what about you? I don't have anything in particular that I, yeah, I, I can't you do that. You just ADD'd the hell out of every car? I just, ADD, I just like, just put some shit on it and sold yeah, it really fast yeah, before exactly. it broke. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you blew the motor on your M3. I did blow it, but yeah, but I didn't want to, like, do, I didn't have, like, big aspirations or big goals for that car, so it was just, like, I blew the motor. So you're more of a keep your goals reasonable. Which car was that, Art? It was E46? E36 M3. Yeah, I misshifted. I think it was, I was trying to downshift from fifth to fourth and went from fifth to second going to 80 or something Mm. and uh, immediately pinned it. It, it, I think it went like beyond the rev limiter or something. I put the clutch in, but it was one of those things where I saw it, put the clutch in and I looked in the rear mirror and there was a big puff of smoke. Yeah. Put it in fifth again, and it was like lumpy, barely moving. Yeah, totally blew that one. Uh, but I can't think of any cars that like. I mean, except for my first car, because my first car was a seventy-one two thousand two, and my dream was to put an S fourteen in it and do all this other shit. But I was really bummed out that I never got to do that. Like I thought that I was going to keep that car forever. But outside of that, I don't have any. Other so cars. I have a theory about you and your attachment to your first two thousand two. Yes, um, you were just high on gas fumes the whole time. <laughs> I was so probably super high. It was, it was like a super enjoyable <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, like ether next yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just—it's so sterile in my interiors that I just like want. I'm Maybe just, that's what happened to you. Yeah, like you were on an ether binge, and now your mind is fried, <laughs> dude. I'm so <laughs> fried, bro. <laughs> is the 993 the car you've you've had the longest ever? No, my 135i had the longest. Yeah, I had the six 135. We had six months. <laughs> I had that the 135i for a little over two years, and the 993 almost two years. Lane, never, nothing. I had a. You've had many project cars, though. Yeah. Yeah. You've just completed them all. Within I mean, a reasonable you know, time frame and I've spent, sold them. I've I've done stuff to them. I've like repainted my 944 yeah, and actually finished the project. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You painted the 914, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I had an 85 GTI that I sold to a buddy, um, and it, I had done a lot to it and got it pretty dialed. And then second gear blew on him, and he parked it at his grandmother's house in Aptos, and it sat there and sat there and sat there for five years. And I kept thinking, like, I should just go rescue it. You know, he'd probably sell it to me for nothing, and I could get it back on the road. And nowadays, I mean, being at a shop, like, transmission for a GTI would be... A yeah, so easy. Afternoon. It's, like, right there. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. 200 bucks. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and then the car ended up getting just taken to the crushers. Dang. Like, essentially, I think it, it went to pick and pull. Dude, I remember you telling me, like, because it was when I had the Mark II GTI still. And you're like, dude, it has, like, hollow sway bars, like, all these rad parts. Yeah. I still have parts, actually, from... uh... In the GTI. Oh yeah, had a bunch of tectonic stuff. Still have yeah, the, exactly. the rear seats. The do you have the toe straps? I think so. Oh yeah, dude, those are the premium. Seat mounts, those are fabrication seat mounts. I, yeah. I have a handful of things. Dude, All, more. The only thing that went to the crusher was the the actual chassis the shell, itself. Yeah. The shell. Yeah. yeah, that is interesting though. That that's one thing I forgot to mention is that's what really kind of really crushed me no pun intended is that um that car my 71 actually um i traded it for the 4000 cs quattro with a blown head gasket and um that car was disassembled like he the guy basically parted it out sold the motor and the suspension whatever and actually cut it up cut it into pieces and recycled the body so Jesus. no coming back like there's no yeah. way i could find go yeah. back to him and be like hey man i want to rebuild this i don't car. know what happened to my gti right. i just kicked myself for i mean i had years and it was like oh i should do that you know and everything even the stereo and stuff i'm like that's just sitting out there rotting away and yeah uh 
yeah, as far as I know, went to pick and pull, and it's long gone. So, dude, don't hesitate. Can I pay your shop to do my motor swap? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It takes the right kind of shop, and I don't think it's Rick's over in uh, no, uh, in Scotts Valley. I'm just throwing it out there. Don't answer now. No, yeah, the answer is yes. No, yeah, but the pay the payment part is where it gets a little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there'd be money involved. You have to pay. There'd be some money involved. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys dealing Mercedes parts, right? He's got a couple laying around that he can yeah. throw at him. Um, we'll talk off offline. Let's talk offline. Maybe exchange money for services. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're dead. Yeah, yeah. Exchange some money maybe. for service. <laughs> we're doing a hundred uh, k service on a mini, uh, two thousand seven mini, which is there's just one supercharged. Line. No, it just says replace engine. Whoa! <laughs> that's all. We're, that's what we're doing. That's standard. Hundred twenty. And there's another service. one there that has lower mileage that needs a needs an engine. So this uses blow engines because yeah. there was another a guy wrote in yeah. last week or whatever. Yeah. I hate my mini. It blew. This one has two misfire codes. We tried oh. to clean all the carbon off the intake. We he doesn't drive it much, which hurts it. But hundred miles later, check engine lights back. Cold start. You start it up. Let it idle for a second. Runs terribly. Let it idle. Hammer the throttle after it's warm. Just gray black smoke as much as you can see perfectly the car is mint condition wow. have you guys tried uh seafoam <laughs> no <laughs> shit all right you you're hired <laughs> um all right next question ls swap in a mini ls yeah. swap in a mini Kai Laud says, sorry for last week. This is a ridiculous question. A <laughs> red car. Matching his shirts <laughs> to his car. Uh, what car has your favorite pedal situation? Like layout and feel. Manual only. Duh. Uh, E36, E46, F30, BMW are all great to me. Fiesta ST sucked for heel toe, but I'm no pro. Uh, but also for light pedal feel. So I want to consider that. Uh, my experience is limited, so interested to hear how yours rank and if you can compare to BMW as a reference. Mm. Pedal feel. I can only say that. Uh, so pedal box situation, basically. Yeah. I can oh, yeah. say the complaint about would be uh, Ferrari Testarossa eighties, like Mondial. They're all too off, small or off center. Lamborghini yeah. Countach. Well, the Porsches are off center. The E forties. My M three is off center too. Mm. But... Your M three is off center. Uh, I think uh, maybe it wasn't so bad until I put the Recaros. Wasn't that the but, thing um, like the E the E thirty sixes? People talk about how they're way off center, and people don't like that. But a Testarossa is way off center. It's your feet are in the center of the car. That's same with the Countach, right? Are they yeah. like known to be like because the tires right there? Even though it's off center, my nine six four. It's the Nine six easy, four. easiest one to heal until yeah. your nine six four is so easy. Is that bottom hinge pedal? But I yeah, do, yeah, yeah. But I do have like a, I think Ren Ren line. Uh, you do. You have the on, extensions. On, on, uh, extension on the yep. throttle pedal. Yeah. yeah, I think you had like a new pedal box. Uh, but it is really offset. It's yeah. nice though. It's a nice. It's, it, it feels really but good. The clutch pedal is super heavy. heavy. Talking about lightness. That it's almost heavier than my GT3, I think. It doesn't feel bad though. It I would think it's not bad, but like my first one—that was my first Porsche when I first drove it home. Like my my hamstring or my thigh was actually sore the next day. Yeah. No, it's definitely. <laughs> that, means? that next question. 
Did you hear Fat Joe left? <laughs> he left Atlantic Is Records. records? Yeah, but uh, so pedal boxes <laughs> or whatever. So, Fat Joe the rapper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't he die a long time ago? Yeah. Or is that big pun? I don't. I always oh, confuse both of those. Yeah, big pun. Uh, rest in peace. Me yeah, Fat there you go. So alive. that rest in peace. Fat Joe still alive. So what has a good pedal box? So pedal box. Um, so the best overall for like. Pedal feel and heel toe and access for everything is an A86 Corolla. I really, really enjoy driving that. Um, super easy to blip, especially because I like to heel toe. Like you're so weird. Uh, but the but yeah. 993 is, is the same exact setup as the 964, except that the clutch is a little bit lighter. Um, and it's not so much a heel toe situation; it's more of a roll off to the side, which everyone does. You which know is what I mean? what no, everyone does. I, I properly lift my heel up. I'm moving. Oh properly. really? For your car, properly? I just do. I, do I like roll. To, for who? Properly to what? Hey, Santa properly rolls and the NSX video. By the I'm way, a, I'm a there you go. All he does is roll. Roll, bro. He doesn't heal yeah, in the uh, loafer heel? video, famous loafer. Yeah, video. I left on my heel and it works fine. It works great. In the yeah. X4. The car that annoyed me the most and was uh, that was tricky for getting used to was the uh, my Aston Martin N430 that I had. It's last nice to be able year. to say that though, right? In my Aston yeah. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> when I had that last year in Europe, because the transmission tunnel got in the way, so every time mm. like, yeah. my, my heel would end roll. up in it before. Because dude, that's one of those cars too, and uh, the manual is like in total afterthought oh right the manual yeah i mean everything about those british and italian cars it's kind of like oh let's just fucking put some pedals in here not all of them but yeah, uh, I mean, pretty much i'm not gonna say all italian cars well name one that isn't the uh alfa romeo 8c la forza yeah, exactly <laughs> with battles mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know uh cars spotted emirates says too cute things I referring to your, your 944 uh, Damn, what's up with our other homie with the thumbs up and smiley face? Around. I was okay. Emirates? He's Emirates, too. He's probably right? rolling his Bentley Turbo R. Is he, is he Kuwaiti? Or He's Kuwaiti. Oh, Kuwaiti. Uh, Walter Michael Wood says, no question, but thank you for the DWA t-shirts. My girlfriend and I love them. Nice. Awesome. So anyone interested in t-shirts, go to uh, Teespring, drivingwellawesome.com, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Jeff Wise says, Jeff Wise says, why doesn't Warren go 205, 55, R14? That's a great question. R888s. You hardcore. Once. Hardcore. Yeah. That's like straight track tire. That's like, what is. are they, 60 treadway or something? 80. And 80? that's like really burning through them. And then, but you only have what, what about 80? the new uh, like R888s? How are they? I haven't driven a, Oh, There's replacements for the R888s. Are, are they out yet? AO50s? Yeah. You, oh. Are you talking about the AO50s? Talking about the Toyos, right? Oh, I haven't seen the new R888s. There's a replacement. Oh, really? I've only yeah. seen the new... The, there's a replacement for the AO48s, which I is I considered it... The treadwear's on an issue, but it's the, the wet traction. I think I would... When they're fully treaded, they're fine. Right. They actually are pretty good, but, but once it, they start to wear... I was I was looking up the RA1s, because I liked those. RA1's wet, a great choice. Uh, full tread, but they don't... I don't think... I thought they had them in 14s, but I, they don't? I couldn't find them. Yeah, RA1s I are be good. Tripping. That's, I, I, I like believe them. it's the same compound, right, as an R888? It's just um, a different tread? Roughly. You, you can go just straight Hoosiers, like like Magnus, and then you can like run into a yeah, parked there's, truck. There's always that option. <laughs> you go around a turn <laughs> and lose it. Oh, and shit. Then, uh, I've never seen these. I like how Jeff says huh. you. You even looks like oh, less wow. friendly. Wow, yeah. You only you only yo hole once. You only yo hole once. like a meta thing, like. Or it's like yeah. yo hole within a yo hole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey man, it's, and then Jamil says, "When can I come over and podcast with you guys? Anytime." Yeah. yeah. 
We've been talking about having Jismira on since the like episode two. Yeah. So he's the first. He's the first uh, follower, community member, first community member, first contributor to the blog. That's the first commenter on Shout Engine. Please go to uh, drivingwalsam.com and check out Jamil's blog about building an overlander on the cheap. We we definitely have to have him on, right? To yeah. chat, chat about he has he two should, editions of the of it so far. So yeah, no, I good. keep telling him to send better pictures. What do you build the Overlander on? What a Ford excursion. Ford excursion or expedition. Yeah, his expedition. picture taking abilities suck. I don't think they suck. Bill, no, fine. Blow it on the pics. Hang in there, buddy. Hang in there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> don't let Lane's hate bring you down. <laughs> I'll have to come over and take pics. Son of a gun. Okay, trivia time. Uh, art. Thank you, sir. I had a few extra doobadoobadies. There was a a meme, I guess it'd be, or a thing? Yeah, that's what they're called. Are they memes? Things? I think they're called GIFs. <laughs> GIFs or GIFs? <laughs> it was a 10-year flashback, so people were posting their picture from 2006, which ah. is their picture today. And Who keeps I... a picture of themselves in 2006? <laughs> <laughs> What did you have one of those like uh, big flashes go Yeah, off that's like film days. Dude. Did you have to sit How still for to convert that to Instagram? Did you have to sit still for twenty minutes to get your portrait taken? <laughs> the guy's like hiding behind a cloak. <laughs> exactly. How many Wild West pictures did your family take? All right, so we've done this in the past, but you guys are on the hook for values of vehicles ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I like this. Oh six. Oh six. I'm gonna, you want ready to get depressed, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get ready to punch yourself in the face. All right, uh, Brian gets to go first. Damn it! I love this too. We'll, we'll move our way around the room, but uh, okay. BMW M1 Coupe ten years ago mm-hmm. was worth what? Ninety-eight thousand. Okay, Brian. Fair, fair, fair guess, mm-hmm. from Brian. Hey, let's keep it. Yeah, take let it people easy. do their take guesses. it easy, Lane. Take it easy. Say seventy-five. Ooh, low. I was gonna say one forty. I'm gonna say seventy-nine. The answer is between sixty-eight and eighty-eight. I think what? Ruben nailed it. Actually, wow. What'd you say? Seventy-nine. Well, why didn't Ruben nail it? Eighty-eight. Uh, <laughs> what is it between sixty-eight and eighty-eight? Yeah. Are you guys? Uh, what did you say, Ruben? Ruben? I said seventy-five because I'm the closest. You that's went why. over, so you lose. Oh, <laughs> we both top. went over. <laughs> that's crazy, man! Holy shit! Yeah, so now they're worth five hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Well, dude, they, just, they were on the heard of back then. They're yeah. completely off the radar. And yeah. two years like, ago, when we started zero this, talk about, well, about it. Then? When we started this podcast, they were two fifty. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, it's not. Yeah, and only two hundred and eighty produced. I think. Ah, we we talked about how they're so undervalued. Only two hundred eighty. Yeah, I think so. Holy crap. It'll say, actually. There were... Is Canepa's for sale? No, the, I'm sorry. 450 The Pro Car? 50 Yeah. Is it the gray one? Yeah, that, they listed that for a while ago. Did he put a price I wonder on? how much he wants. No, he never puts prices never. up. That's, it's so annoying. You have to call in. Yeah. Why do you do that? I know, it's super it's annoying. So we can trap one you. The, and then, well, how much money do you have? one of the things that annoys me the most. What are you comfortable spending? Hey, bro, if you're asking, this is for you. They all obviously have a starting price that they're going to ask, no matter who the hell is Because they don't want to just compete against everyone else. They want you to call, and they want to explain to you why it's it's 50% more. More than every other one on the market. Well, and maybe maybe it's like this: these types of cars don't sell 
super quickly. So, you know, if it's sitting for six months, eight months, like the value can change a lot. So that's true. You're, you know, you want to be flexible mm. with the current market. That is a good point. Double well, the you're price. always going to be flexible, but you're always asking the same price to start with. No, I'm thinking that you don't because you this don't, car you don't eight months is going to be higher. It's less Tell transparent. People aren't like, Oh, that car was this much. And now mm. it's this. Right. Ferrari F40 10 years ago was worth what? Keep in mind, this is this was an A investment grade back in 2006. Yeah, because they peaked and then they dropped. And right? they were like the lowest. So they were like cheaper than F50s and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Brian first, right? Well, 450. F50s are peaked up again. They're cheaper than F50s. Oh. Yeah. oh, they are now? Yeah, yeah. F50s. 450K. 450. Good guess, Let's Brian. say 350. <laughs> mm. 520. I'm going to say 300. Between 325 and 395. Damn. Ruben. Ruben. And today's value, 1 to 1.7 for a perfect I want to see what that's in a, something like that. inflation. Thank you, Something are. like that. All right. Um, Porsche 930 Turbo. And this is a 76. Funny thing, I talk, try to talk my dad into buying an F40 back in the days when I was like 12 years old. I'm like, you have to buy this as an investment. <laughs> like when they first came out and they were like 280 or something yeah. for like retail. And like within that year, they went up to like a million before they completely yeah, well, in they, the late, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just for reference, uh, $400,000 in 2006 uh, is actually no, not much inflation. Is four hundred and eighty thousand in today's money? Yeah, he yeah, obviously just laughed at me. And bought a nine hundred S sub. Can you imagine the winter driving stories he would have? <laughs> yeah. He's like Ruben. I have eighteen grand to spend. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, nine thirty turbo. Porsche. Oh, that's a good 75, one. 76, 1975, 76. It's a 75, first 70, so first years? Yeah, first okay. years. Early. Sorry, which? 22. 930 Turbo. 930. Uh, $22,000. Good guess, That's Brian. a good guess, Brian. Yeah, yeah I'd give it uh, 28000 Yeah, I was going to say 35. I'm going to say 20. You guys are all right there. It's between 16 and 23. 16! 16. 23. Oh, my God, dude. 10 years ago. Today, they're worth... Well, Concord winning three hundred and twenty, especially that uh, early but car. One, yeah, one twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Early cars are worth the most, even though they're shittiest. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> that's always great. Right? Um, Porsche nine five nine Comfort. There were two hundred produced. Uh, Comfort. Yeah, that's Comfort. Leather, leather Not seats an S. and AC. Yeah. And you can get them without leather seats. Yeah, that's the S. Well, you get the cloth roll seats. bar with a roll bar on yeah, the cloth seats. Yeah, those are sick. There's a white one oh. I can have, but it's really be- it's gray cloth interior. Wow, Pretty that nice. one's super rare. Super nice. You have the tweed maybe even interior. It's trippy. So what's that called? CS, you said? That's an S. 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 Uncomfort. Uncomfort. Uncomfort double. All right, 10 years ago, what what could you pick up a 959 for? 10 years ago, 959. Now they're a mil, right? They are comfort used to 17. Whoa, or one eight, depending on yeah. Well, no, the sports are up there. The comforts are always a lower, like right around a mil. But like, they used to be like seven to seven fifty for the comforts, but lately they've been hitting nine, nine a million bucks. Yeah. yeah, Brian says one fifty. One eighty nine. One eighty nine. No, that feels really low. Now that I say that, loud. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Brian. The nine five nines have always gotten some recognition, mm-hmm. so I I'd give it two fifty, two eighty, two hundred. 
you guys are really close again. 200 to 235. So mm. right in there. Good guesses. All. Damn, which is 250,000 in today's money. That's like, inc- what an incredible yeah, investment. 1.5 million for a perfect one. Fuck. Well, that's a sport, not the comfort. Right. Comfort. Comfort. Uh,. 1967 to 1970 Toyota 2000 GT. Ooh, those are blown up. I'm going to say $9,000. Whoa, that is insane. <laughs> so now those are anywhere. They're kind of down again. They've dipped again. But yeah. they're like a, they're they hit a mill, aren't they? 50 now or Didn't seven? They hit a mill. Yeah, they, they hit a mill. Cool. They hit a mill. Now they're down dude. to like six, seven. Wasn't that the one dude who bid it up because he had like he six? He bought of them? like eight of them or yeah. something. Yeah. Six, He's just trying to draw the value. 625 to 980 is the book on yeah, them. Yeah, most today. of them lately I've seen are right around Which seven. Which is so much money for that. I'm going to say 35. 35,000. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say. 80,000. That's what I was going to guess there. I'm going to say 60. Because they're all low. It was, they were 135 to 160 oh, wow. back then. Interesting, huh? But they've gone up a bit. Yep. Yeah. Almost 10 times. I, I wonder if that's just like the Japanese market. It's kind of a big deal, you know, where we may not have known, heard much of them back then. Well, super uh, super low numbers on that one, too. That yeah. one is... Uh, what was it? I wonder if the James Bond one has ever cha- exchanged hands. Because that was the only convertible they made. I wonder, yeah, it's probably sitting in museums. Uh, I think it just sold, actually. Oh, it did? I think so. I wonder how much they went for. It was very expensive. So it was just like a hacked roof yeah. by Toyota with a yeah. Yamaha motor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two liter. <laughs> uh, that's a podcast. Sweet. I think it is. Ruben, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. We'll have you back uh, after always. some racing stories, maybe mm-hmm. E30 updates. Um, anyone else interested in t-shirts cars and coffee uh rally's done yeah closed yeah hopefully no more applicants and we're actually overbooked way Mm -hmm. overbooked so we'll have to make some tough decisions but yeah um, you know if you want to bribe us feel free yeah but if if they bribe us we'll like stencil that on their car right Spray painted on the door panel. Exactly. Or we'll keep it in the interior. We're gonna put auto light plugs in your car. (laughs) (laughs) See if you can make it. And uh, thanks for all the recent orders of T-shirts and stickers and stuff. And then uh, we have a couple new Teespring campaigns going on right now. So check those out. I can't wait to get mine. Yeah, it's very cool. Rad, dude. Radical. And we got a bunch of new stickers in the store and stuff. So we've been selling a bunch lately. That's true. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate it and uh, hit us up. Oh, I got called out that the Ferrari Enzo is not the first oh, ceramic yeah. brakes. That was the first Brembo application of their brake system, but it was the 993 GT2. 996, was it? 996 GT2. Oh, I thought he said 993. No. 996. 2001 or whatever. So they beat, each, beat the nice Enzo days. by like um, you know, a year month or something. A month. Yeah, you fucked up one. I fucked up big time. <laughs> And there was something else that we got called out on. Mm, I don't know. You oh, probably did. You probably said something wrong. Fucked up. Something ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, Lane, what do you think about those big stickers, the seven and a halfers? It's pretty dope. We've sold a few of them. We have, yeah. yeah. Can't wait to see those on somebody's car. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think? We, I think we need a standard DWA placement. What's the standard placement? Like maybe in front of the mirror. Oh, you're like Magnus style, like under the front window. Oh, there you go. How about if you don't have a hubcap? No, no, I mean the 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 sticker for your little. (laughs) They're too big. Your center cap. Yeah. How about uh, about, how we put a meatball? I meant on the front. On the windshield, in uh, front of the rear, front of the rearview mirror, oh, okay. or in the corner of the windshield, or something. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put my that on there. That, that's the question I'm asking. No. Where, where are you going to put it? Not, none, none, not, don't, not doing it. None, nah. All right, nah. 
Nah. I'm gonna need big three ass, of those suckers. That's a big A. Big ass sticker. Big ass a. It's a big A. Yep. It's called A is for awesome. A is I for asshole. I might put it on the inside of my trunk. If I open my trunk, you'll see it. Oh, that's pretty cool. I think that. Just put it on it your exhaust match. manifold. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Pretty right really sweet. I do like that though. So pass it around. Just put it over your headlights. Alright, guys. Check it over my headboard. Thanks for listening. Awesome every night. So you get like a chick writing you. That's what she sees. (laughs) Okay, done. (laughs) On that note, later. I didn't wipe hard enough, uh, but yeah, the left rear shock is st- still leaking, so... You have to rub it up and down a little bit harder to get the rest <laughs> of the fluid. I guess so. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, fuck, all right, I'm going to throw this out. Do you, do you guys know what a fluffer is? You! <laughs> I just... I just <laughs>